0: Well, this is a very, very cool, could be scary though, as well, event that is coming back to the Mountain View Cemetery. And on October 25th, so just a few days from now, the first ceremonial candles will be lit to mark the return of all souls. And this is the return for the 19th year. So all souls at the Mountain View Cemetery will be inviting everybody in the community, anybody, any age to come light a candle, write a message. You can leave a person. memorial on the various shrines and all uh, as a way of remembering ancestors and loved ones that is just part of this event and joining me to talk a little bit more about this is paula jardine one of the artists who collaborated on the idea that led to the all souls event paula thank you so much for making some time today
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Jill. I'm happy to be here.
0: It is uh, such an interesting event, and I know people will be looking forward to taking part and to, to being part of this again. Uh, you were one of the artists that uh, collaborated on this. How did this all come about?
1: Well, I work with another uh, artist, Marina Sciarto, and uh, I guess it was the year 2000 or 2001 we both had personal loss. My dad died and her grandmother died, and we just felt like what was on offer for us to memorialize our dead was kind of sad, if I can say it, and felt an obligation as artists to bring something more to it. And as we've gone gone along, we've really uh, explored what an artist's role in the sacred life of a community might be. And, uh, and the manager here at the cemetery uh, thought the same thing
0: (laughs) i I was just going to ask how the location uh, came about as well but that makes sense if uh, the manager was was on board with it and it and it is such a a a great and big place to to put this on
1: it's true and uh back in the day uh in our first conversations what came up was around halloween the cemetery is under a lot of pressure from kids Pranks and knocking over gravestones used to be a thing back in the 60s. And so they thought uh, having some kind of sacred, beautiful art event at that time would not only give people an opportunity to, in my case, reclaim uh, a, a human tradition that my own ancestors didn't give to me, but that we all still have that impulse and so as a community offering and also to keep the cemetery a little more safe at this time of year that's why we chose to do it now
0: and um i mentioned that that anybody in the community or everybody is invited if they want to take play mm-hmm. or take part in this is it really geared though to people who have suffered loss or have recently suffered a personal loss
1: well all of our decisions are based on okay. If somebody had just lost somebody today, would they be okay with what we're about to put up? So we are very mindful of that. But it is a wide open uh, invitation. People have been there. Are some kids who've been coming all their lives to this event, and it's a great opportunity for families to share stories about their ancestors, for kids to learn about their grandparents, and and also. For people to acknowledge their recent losses, and and as you said in the introduction, there are many opportunities for that. <laughs> Starting today, we have our uh, uh, box lantern kits that people can pick up outside of the office doors, twenty four hours, and take home and make a memorial to bring back if they choose.
0: And it is, I find it so interesting, just the, the different ways that people can do this. Do you find as well, though, obviously it, the, the nights can get very busy and people will come and they'll take part. And I know there, there's going to be music on, on the weekends and such. Are there ways for people too that maybe don't want to be part of kind of the hustle and bustle of it, that they can quietly write a message or quietly leave that memorial and have a, a moment or two?
1: Absolutely. No, there's there's lots of space within the... What you'd call programming. We do have gentle music uh, in the evenings and uh, on the afternoons of the weekends. But uh, yeah, we do find people are wandering through at all times of the day and night, and uh, it's a very peaceful setting. Saturday and Sunday can be busy, but uh, the other days of the week are, are, are quiet.
0: You mentioned that it takes place uh, around the same time as Halloween. Do people mm-hmm. ever get it confused for, uh, for for between what it is and, and think that it 's actually a Halloween type celebration or a Halloween event?
1: Oh, oh sure that that can happen and that 's just fine. My favorite uh, uh, example of how this event and Halloween can coexist is the very first year we were a little nervous about it because public dreams had for the first year, decided not to do Parade of the Lost Souls, which was a project that Marina and I started way back in the day that led us, actually, to the cemetery. But they had advertised that the cemetery was going to be an alternative to Parade of the Lost Souls. We were a little nervous. But people did come in costume. And my favorite image is the man who had a fake axe in his head mm. sitting and writing a very heartfelt note to his grandmother so I don't think that they're mutually exclusive at all. People do come through here in costume to pay their respects and carry on to their Halloween parties, and that feels pretty good.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I was I was going to ask you. That was my next question. Costumes. <laughs> if people do dress up or dress maybe how you <laughs> wouldn't dress otherwise to take part in this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just fine. It's uh, it's yeah. We we take all comers. Fireworks. We would appreciate people not bringing. But uh, but otherwise, we all know what to do. That's something that we really became aware of during COVID because we had to kind of pivot and do it as a a no-contact event. And what we're noticing is that people help each other. Mm. They know what to do. They know how to, oh, you just fill out this paper flag, no, you hang it up over here and there's another place where you can write a message and, and that kind of interaction feels good too. In, in a way we kind of create a village every year for us all to be together again and acknowledge our um, and humanity.
0: Mm. Um, the Mountain View, people are, are probably familiar with it. Uh, if you're not, it's uh, the, the large cemetery. It's located uh, around the, the Fraser Street, uh, East 39th area, but it does span uh, several blocks. Does this take place <laughs> in a, a specific part of the cemetery? It-
1: Yeah, it does, and and to your point at the beginning that it might be scary, the only scary part for some people is you have to walk through a dark part of the cemetery to get (laughs) to where we are. Uh, We're mostly centered around the office buildings, and just follow the light. (laughs) You'll see lights, and uh, you'll sense that there are people there. You'll hear the music, and you'll find us. So the entrance off 39th at Fraser is, is a good one to to take because you just go straight west and you'll find us
0: and like you said people can go at any time of day are there are there times that are generally busier th- than others
1: yeah uh between seven and nine in the evening is is when we see a lot of people coming through and that's when we have the the music scheduled well six to nine and uh, ten o'clock on saturday night but uh yeah, otherwise it's quiet. And often when I'm leaving late at night, I'll still see people wandering through, and it's it's a beautiful, peaceful feeling.
0: It is for, and again for people, if you if you've not experienced it, it it is such a, a different different event. Mm-hmm. I mentioned too that this is the 19th year. Uh, has it yeah. changed, or, or is it is it what you anticipated or what you envisioned as <laughs> as one of the artists that put this together?
1: gosh uh it has changed so much but it kind of fundamentally stayed the same but yes i would say that over the years just because of so many people and the way people have uh, interacted with shrines we've adapted to support the ways that people use the space and also so many different artists uh, work with us every year and uh inspire different uh, ways of approaching it. Yeah, it's changed but stayed the same, if you, you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned, again, so there are box lantern kits if people want to pick those up outside mm-hmm. the cemetery office. Uh, is there a website or is there a place where people can learn more about the different events and what's going to be happening? Yeah,
1: thanks for asking. Yes, uh, nightforallsouls.com is our website and we have put a detailed schedule of events up there because we do have some special opportunities for personal ceremony uh this year some artists offering it as well as elder kelly white and the indigenous women drum group moonstone will be doing ceremony uh to honor uh the murdered and missing on saturday at one and uh and also, can I mention that our poet laureate, Fiona yes. Lamb, is going to be reading from her book, The Rainbow Rocket, about a young boy and the death of his grandmother. And that will be on Sunday at one o'clock.
0: Well, there are so many different things happening. And like you said, yeah. people can can take part in any of those or or come and, and have a quiet moment yes. and spend as, as much or as little time uh, there as they would like to. Uh, thank you so much, Paula, for for joining us and for talking more thank about you. this.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jill. Thanks very much.